0: Good evening and welcome to episode 319 of the Private Property Podcast. I'm your host, Uzama Domo Akumalo. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome to the only daily property podcast in the country, helping you on your property needs. You're certainly in good company so do make sure that you go to our Facebook or our YouTube pages to catch up on all the great content that we've already brought to your screens. And to all our regular viewers on Facebook, on Instagram, as well as on YouTube, welcome back. You know how we do it. Every single weekday, you and I have an appointment at 7pm where we tackle a hot property topic and always in a conversation with an expert who helps us make better property decisions. Doesn't matter where you're The property value chain, whether you're looking to buy, to rent, uh, to build, this certainly is a show that you want to make sure you are always tuned into. And of course, always also go to our website w.com property.co.za uh, to you see some of the great properties that you some of your properties if you're looking to offload um, an asset or two that's in your portfolio. And of course, one of the great things that you're going to find on our social media pages is the competition that we are running. We are counting down to 1 million followers on our Facebook page. So do make sure that you head on over there to stand a chance of winning 500 rands in cash daily right here on the private property podcast with myself Kumalo. now all you have to do to stand a chance of walking away with that 500 grand in cash is to go to our Facebook group, uh, our Facebook page rather, make sure you interact with us as often as you can, share the lives that we have, uh, whether it's the show of course the other shows, certainly comment down here below, uh, make sure to tag your friends in the posts that you you know put up. and the more of these you do, the higher your are of standing a chance to walk away with that 500 rand in cash. And once you have entered the competition, this is a big one because we're seeing people entering, but they don't do this last bit uh, that can secure their place in, you know, potentially walking away with the cash prizes make sure you're also tuning in live every single weekday at 7 p.m because when we announce the winner halfway through the show we want to make sure that you uh, claim that prize and later on uh, on the show then we'll say if the person who won has in fact claimed the prize so you need to be watching us live uh, in order for you to be able to claim the prize that's a really really big thing if in the event where the person will call out isn't watching live and doesn't claim the prize, then the money goes into the money bag and, of course, rolls over to the following day. We had a lucky winner on Friday, that 2,000 rands, because it rolled over, so we're back to 500 rands. So do make sure that you are tuned in and waiting, of course, uh, in the halfway mark to see if you might be tonight's lucky winner. And of course, there are also a host of other shows that you can catch on our uh, social media pages. There's a Monday, so you can certainly tune into the Home Shoppers Show with Chad later on this evening at 8 pm. And he's always on your screens every Mondays and Fridays, uh, giving you an amazing tour of great properties that you can find on www.privateproperty.co.za. And if Tuesdays and Thursdays, Warden and Farmer Mbalino what brings you the Farming Podcast, well, she's always in conversation with people. You know, have people within the agricultural space and they're always tackling some other agricultural issues. So if you know that you've got green fingers or have an interest uh, in all things farming, that is a show for you. And on Wednesday's Estee Clarsen brings us the First Time Home Buyers Show, which is always in conversation with people who have not only walked that first time home buying journey, but have gone on to grow their property portfolios from strength to strength. Those are great shows that you can look to every single weekdays at 8pm, so do make sure that you always tune in, certainly participating and engaging with us, especially on our social media pages. And talking about our social media pages and the love that we love seeing from you, I see that uh, Ook Gloria Mama Boys is already saying uh, you know, sending those green hearts and the hashtag Home Shoppers Show and private property and your space, your rules. Remember, we love, love, love hearing from you. Thank you very much for um, that post, Gloria and i think it's, it's it's a great way to kickstart our conversation this week uh, as we know we um, be Sometimes forget because especially being in the middle of COVID and there's so many different things that are happening is to make sure that we own promise that we are going to be keeping and this evening I'm in conversation with somebody that we have on the show absolutely love having her on and we're going to be talking what the future holds for female artisans and I'm going to be in conversation with Roseanne Camper who's the head of uh, human capital at Kandua. Roseanne good evening and thank
1: you so much for joining us on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here with you.
0: It's such a pleasure to have you on the show, Rosanne. And I see the love that we're getting uh, on our show this evening. We've got uh, Michelle Balmerans, we've got Megan from uh, from Sculpey, we've got uh, Anelda Everton, who won last week Friday and was, of course, watching live to claim that prize, uh, saying good evening, fam, and those green hearts. Do keep them coming. Uh, That's down here below on our Facebook page, of course, for many of you for our watching us live. Now, Roseanne, I love this topic, especially because the conversation of artisans is one that's such an ongoing conversation, um, even at a national level. You know, we often hear government talking about the importance of um, having artisans or some of the opportunities that people who finish school uh, able to access when they, you know, in the event where they want to you know, go into that field and some don't know about that field. Before we even look at the opportunities that might be there for women and, and how they can take advantage of it, I think first let's take a step back and look at when we talk about an artisan, who are we talking about exactly? Because it's also just that word. so many people sometimes say, and they're not quite clear um, about what career path is even possible um, if they opt to become an artisan.
1: So great question. I think when people hear the word artisan, um, these days we think artisanal bread, we think artisanal jam, because we're all going to, you know, used to go to these lovely markets and buying home goods. <laughs> but that's not what we're, that's not what we're, what we're talking about. So when we're talking about skilled artisans, we're talking about people who are carpenters, tool makers, fitters, joiners, um, mechanics, you know, plumbers, etc. Those are the kinds of people that mm-hmm. we are, that we are talking about. And I think I'm so glad that you 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 started it off
0: there because we really are in that uh, going to the different markets and everything has to be artisanal artisanal bread, coffee, all sorts of things, uh, and so it's very easy for people who hear that and are, you know live in that world. For them to almost automatically think it has to do something uh with that. When we then look at the demand for you know the roles that you've pointed out, is there even a demand? And 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 I ask this because there you're there's certainly a school of thought that's like, well, there isn't really that much demand. Uh we shouldn't you know nudge people to go in that direction. Perhaps you must just go in sort of the university route uh as opposed to wanting to, to become an artisan. What are some of the, the numbers or certainly the sentiment when it comes to the the demand for that kind
1: of work. So there is definitely a demand for that kind of for that kind of work, and as a business, as can do, we saw that um, mm-hmm. with the start of the with the pandemic. And I remember one of our um, one of our top guys in the business said, "You know, somebody's toilets always going to break. Somebody's always going to have a leak." somewhere so we'll always have a need for um for these kinds of jobs to be done and when you have a need for the jobs to be done you need the skilled workers who are able to do who are able to do the work now in 2021 we're seeing women take over absolutely everything we're everywhere and i love seeing that but this is one space in particular um, where i'm seeing not seeing as many women as i would like to mm. as i would like to see and i attribute that to and this is just my personal experience obviously from working at kandua um, that there is a lot of unconscious bias that exists um, towards women in this in the space um, and I've even I've even had it. If you say to me, if you had said to me two or three years ago that you're going to send a female plumber my way, I'd be like, whoa, 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 Mm whoa. What's what's happening here? Because Mm -hmm. how I grew up and what I'm used to, I said, men do these kinds of um, jobs and men do this men do this work. So I think Mm -hmm. that it starts with us first of all. to really check ourselves and that unconscious bias that exists in in our minds um, so that we can open the door and open the space for for women to enter um, and do this kind of work. Mm
0: -hmm. And, you know, when you raise the issue of that that unconscious bias, uh, Roseanne, it's such an important one because there are certain jobs that we're we're used to seeing certain types of people in and whether the type is, you know, based on gender, uh, based on race, we're just so accustomed to these kinds of jobs or this kind of work is Predominantly uh, been done by men or you know people from a particular racial group. That even when we slowly start you know unlearning some of uh, you know our own biases and recognizing them, it becomes so important to be like actually it's it's not that these skills sort of come prepackaged you know based on your gender or your race, but it's because of the way that we've been socialized. And I think a part of me can can already think of some of the you know challenges that then a lot of um artisans who are women uh face in particular and and, and i'm keen to hear from you roseanne what some of the barriers of entry potentially may be i mean as you were thinking a part of me was thinking of how um there there might be some women who want to go into this field and you know be a component i mean the fact that we were talking about this, you know, the last time you and I were on, was that oftentimes even in our own homes, when we have a service provider coming in, uh, we know that it would typically be a man, and you're already wanting to sort of make plans to make sure that you're as safe as possible uh, and not potentially put your life at risk. I can already imagine what being then a, a, a female contractor, uh, you know, may potentially look like, where you're not going into somebody's house. And you need to almost make sure that you might be going perhaps with a male who's accompanying you uh, just for safety reasons. Because unfortunately it's, it's the reality of you know, our times. So I'm keen to hear what the potential you know, barriers of entry are for artisanal uh, type work, uh, particularly for women.
1: Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that because that really is, um, it's a big thing. Um, and I would say all of the women that I've spoken to on our our platform have experienced some sort of um, sexual harassment when it comes to Mm -hmm. the the work and and in the workspace. So besides the fact that there's this unconscious bias that exists, before I even as a female walk through the door, you already think that I can't do the job. So now, when I get there, I have to worry about being sexually um, being sexually harassed, and then then there are the men, my peers, who don't think that I belong there, who think that you know um, jobs like these are of for, for men only. And it's this exclusive boys only boys only club mm-hmm. when as a woman, I am more than capable of doing the job. And then there are things like existing networks. Now, because men have been doing this work for so long, there are these networks, um, that exist and, you know, support this the support that exists, um, that are almost exclusively for, for men. And it's, it's mm-hmm. very difficult for women to infiltrate this, to infiltrate the space. Mm-hmm. And when I think about that, it's layer on layer
0: on layer, right? We often talk about uh, these very same sentiments that you're sharing with us when we when we look at you know race and some of the challenges that uh, certain racial groups face, and then now when we have to bring in you know gender into the mix and the reality that you might be a black woman who wants to you know, be an artist and take advantage of, of you know, some of the opportunities that may be out there. Then there's also that you know, added uh, layer of uh, you know, challenges that you effectively are going to be uh, faced with. I want us to go for a quick break, Rosanna. In this break, we're going to be announcing who the potential lucky winner of that 500 grand cash prize. Of course, we're running a competition on our Facebook page as we count down to 1 million followers. So do make sure that you engage with us as often as you can tag your friends share the post that we put up and of course you stand a chance of walking away with that 500 rand in cash if your name gets called up you have to uh, comment down here below to claim your price while the show is still on um, failing which it's going to roll over to tomorrow evening and we'll see if the person that we call tomorrow is going to be watching so the big thing if you know you've entered if you know you engage with us regularly make Sure that you continue to watch the show uh, in case we call your name i see some of the love that we're getting on our facebook page i'll read through your comments in just a bit let's see who the lucky winner might be for the 500 grand cash prize um. And that potential lucky winner this evening is Jamina Ndlovu. Uh, Jamina Ndlovu, you have until the end of the show uh, to drop us a message and let us know if you are here and watching live. That 500 Rand in cash is up for grabs. So, and Grovou, and I'm going to assume it's a woman because of the name. So, Makateni, we we plead with you, if you're watching us, to make sure that you drop us a message uh, down here below to claim that prize. Now, going to some of your comments on uh, Facebook page, uh, we've got here uh, Chanel's Paris saying, "My dad taught me how to do my cars." Uh, to do my car's oil, bleed the brakes and change the tire. We even helped when uh, he was belting. I don't even know what some of that is, Chanel. I mean, I know the oil change. I don't know what bleeding is. Uh, I I know brakes because, you know, we use them all the time. Uh, I have no idea what the belting is. So that gives you a sense of how bad I am with cars. And I'm so glad that this is something that you were taught you know, from a young age. I can barely change a tire. I've seen it done once. Uh, In my head, I think I'll I'd be able to, you know, pull it off. But I've never (laughs) had to do it and I hope I never uh, actually have to do it. And more of your comments coming through on our Facebook page, we've got Michelle Van Royen saying, allow your podcasts, awesome information and helps us understand it better Uh, thank you very much there michelle for that love i want to find out from the women you know how how many of you can do some of the the tasks that we typically say you know are male tasks so things like what chanel has you know pointed out so things like changing tires especially when it comes to cars uh, and I'll confess that 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 department and easy. It's just it's not my portion. Uh, I I will drive it and I will take it to the garage and pour petrol. But anything beyond that, I want nothing to do with it. Uh, but who of you at home? Certainly do double in what we would typically uh look at as you know stuff that they do, whether it's in the car or even at home. I know a lot of the you know a lot of us are getting DIY savvy in our homes and doing all kinds of job uh, jobs within our homes. That typically would have been something that men do. I love working with the drill every so often. So I'm one of those property, you know, entrepreneurs who gets her hands dirty sometimes when I work in some of my properties, and and so that's 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 something I, I can do. So there, I'll get my hands dirty. But when it comes to anything that has to do with cars that's not my portion so do share with us down here below if you're a woman and and of course you there's some of these skills that you are actually quite good at uh the way that chanel has pointed out some of the ones that she does now i want to bring you back in i think when we then look at the and you, you've already shared, you know, how even some of the women that you deal with uh, at Kandua have, you know, pointed out some of the challenges that they have. I think I'm certainly keen to hear from you what the potential um, op- opportunities and some of the possibilities that are there for you know women who are artisans, because there probably are some of them who have the interest in, in going into that field and are very aware of let's call it the potential risks, um, like what we've already said, but still don't have a good sense of what are some of the possibilities uh, that are available for them out there.
1: So the one thing that I think is very important to quickly mention is that if we look at the enrollment figures at TVED colleges as it stands, around forty-five percent of the students currently enrolled um, in programs like civil engineering, construction, um, electrical, infrastructure, et cetera, are female. So the onus is on us, first of all, to make sure that we support these young women in whichever way we possibly in whichever way we possibly can. So as a listener, if you're out there and you're a business owner and you know, to take on some apprentices, please, please, please open your doors and welcome, um, welcome these young people, specifically the women, uh, because they need it. What I'm also seeing is that there's just amazing pockets of support right now um, for the women um, amongst each other, which mm. is so, so, so amazing. Mm. Now, at Kandua, our key is just to be intentional about helping women succeed in the space. Um, And we feel that if we don't address these barriers head on, um, we are going to continue seeing this gender imbalance in the artisanal sector. Now, for us, it's really as simple as just engaging with the woman on our platform and finding out what is it that you need? Where can we help? Um, and i've been using this i've been using this example because i just want to show people how how simple it is one ask the question we can't as a business be making decisions for um for a woman and deciding what it is that they're struggling with and where we can where we can intervene so um, our philosophy has always been one be intentional and speak speak to the woman, bring them around the table and find out what they need. So the, the one example that I quickly want to highlight is when we had one of these um, you know, meetings with our woman, the one thing that they said is that they just want support. And I said, support in what way, in what shape or form mm. can we help and we can assist? Just provide us with a platform where we can just talk to each other. And that platform was as simple as we created this WhatsApp group for the ladies on our platform where they could just offload um because that's sometimes that's all you need right you just want an ear you just want somebody to to listen now what has happened with this is that now we've got women talking to each other we've got women just organically collaborating with each other so i'm in construction i'm doing this project i need a plumber hey i've got a plumbing business or i've got you know this business this that and the other and this is what we're seeing happening on our platform on our platform at the moment is that women are just um, coming together, supporting one another, um, and collaborating mm-hmm. and collaborating with each other, with each other, which is really really amazing. The, 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 mm-hmm. other thing that's, the other thing that's also happening is we have partnered with um, the Allen Way Makers and we've come up with this um, Makers Hub program in collaboration with uh, Blue River Education. And what Makers Hub is, it's an incubation program that focuses on enabling artisan businesses to formalize, grow and succeed mm-hmm. and includes peer groups, mentorship, support, et cetera, et cetera. And there's a big focus on bringing women into that, um, into that space. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's a lot of exciting things that we're doing um to aid to aid a woman in the artisanal space mm,
0: i love the exciting you know developments that are happening behind the space roseanne because i think it's it, it's testimony to how there are so many different things that can be done some don't need uh, you know money so direct money and and you tend to find that more often than not the the pressure point may not be you know money at that moment and i'm going to get to you know to that right now because and you've already started shedding light to what some of the women need i want us to actually explore uh, you know when you are asking the women in terms of what what help they need and certainly what you can do to help what some of the you know Major themes were in terms of uh, the kind of help that they needed because I think that would also help um, even men themselves to get a sense of when you are in this field. These are some of the pressure points that you know may be there, uh, or that this was a pressure point that you probably weren't aware of that you're facing in your business. So we're going to get to that just now. I want to go through some of the great comments that we're getting uh, from the women who are watching us. As I said on our Facebook page, I want you to share. Uh, I want the women to share with. Uh, some of the things that they're able to do that we typically uh would ascribe to men or it's usually men that would you know do these things uh, and and this is of course based on that great comment that we got earlier on from Chanel Fari, uh sharing some of the things that her, her dad uh, taught her and we've got on our facebook page irene um, Lazagnana saying i can fit i can fit a septic tank and i can unblock my own drain and another one also on our facebook page coming through from anelda everton saying i can paint change a tire and throw cement uh, you know, every time anybody mentions cement, people know who follow me on social media. I'm always buying cement, so just about anything you can think about where cement is involved or concrete is involved—I mean, I literally know the scientific composition of concrete, uh, what kind you would need for what kind of projects. So that—that—that's right up my alley, right? Those are things that I'm certainly uh, able to do and and of course rosane when we when you were speaking to the women have already you know highlighted how it can be as simple as creating a platform and it can be on whatsapp it doesn't even need to be you know a special different platform but women are given these opportunities to be able to have the conversations and sometimes you really just want somebody to offload um on and and you're not looking for okay now let's have a three-hour you know workshop session but when you're in conversation, I know that this is one of those continuous things. So it's not going to be a once-off, and 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 you, I mean a once-off when you leave the women. What were some of the you know major issues that women highlighted they need help with, and and because I think that's actually a big thing. Being able to also just say this is actually what as as a businesswoman I I require help with.
1: So the first thing that comes up for me, um, just in my experience dealing with the woman, is that. We need allies. Uh, we need allies in the form of you know the men who are part of this artisanal network as well. And when I say an ally, I don't only mean an ally by you know what I say, yes, I'm an ally to woman. You really show you are an ally to woman in the artisanal space by how you show up as a man in the artisanal, um, in the artisanal space. So when a woman is coming onto your job site, it is you know showing that same level of respect. That you would show you know a man when a woman is coming into your um into your to your network or there's an opportunity to do work um with women that is how you show that you really truly are an ally to women in the space so that is number one and then i think secondly is this unconscious bias that we spoke about at the beginning of our at the beginning of our conversation because a lot of women um, if I can just take it back also to the up program, you know, when we approached the woman on Kandua in particular to form part of this uh, really, really amazing initiative, there was a lot of resistance from the woman and I couldn't understand why. This is such an amazing opportunity. Why are you not grabbing it with both hands? And when we sat down and we spoke to our woman, they said, look, it's just going to be a bunch of men in a room anyway. And um, I'm just going to get the same kind of reception I always get. And I'm, I'd rather miss out i'd rather miss out on potential opportunities than put myself in that put myself in that space um and we really needed to you know work with our women and then also work with our men so that we're sure that the the women that we bring into the space our, our men they are they are ready and they understand what it means to be an ally to women in the space mm-hmm.
0: and that's a that's an important note right especially the men who are listening uh right now we've got a lot of men who tune in on the show is that more often than not you you need to learn uh when it's your time to you know to speak and when it's your time to not not to speak you know i think men also just do have that you know tendency oftentimes to uh hijack the mic and and then hog the mic and you know stay there quite a for a long time so I think there's certainly certain spaces even your workspace I think never mind trying to be an ally to women who are artisans but even in your workspace learning to read the room learning to get a sense of when are women speaking when are women not speaking and I think when it comes to that there's actually just such I have to share this one because you've raised it you know Roseanne there's actually great research that was done um on this particular issue, where they basically looked at a lot of, um, I think it was college students and even a lot of the different conferences that we attend, they tend to find that when uh, you know when the first speaker or the first person to ask a question is a man. The more who keep following are men, and you tend to not have as many women um, interacting. And more often than not, the men have kind of, I'll say, set the tone for even how that conversation is going to go. And what they found was one of the ways to uh, sort of boost engagement from women in particular is that when a woman is one of the first few to, you know, raise a point more women tend to raise their hands and you know, raise issues that were sometimes not even brought onto the table. Um, and so it really is to everybody's benefit to create that kind of space where, uh, you know, women can be, you know, raise their hands or talk. I mean, I used to, look at this especially in class where often the men would kind of talk without even raising their hand and you'll make comments uh, whereas women would still want to you know, raise your hand a little bit and, and and I think it's one of those things that even us as women, I'll put the challenge back to us, that when you find yourselves in that space and there's something you want to say sort of raising your hand sometimes, say it you know, we're in we're in that kind of environment where something like that happens um, so I think that's such an important one to note, but but Rosanne, before I let you go this this evening, then you know what are some of the future possibilities for women who are either on the fence or already artisans themselves, and probably thinking, ah oh man, maybe this wasn't the best career decision. I should maybe switch. What what are some of the future possibilities that they uh, should be aware of going forward?
1: so not to sound cliche or anything but this really is the truth and it's it's coming from the bottom of my heart that the possibilities for us as women in this space are endless it really really is it's a lot easier now even though we are not where i i would want us to be in 2021 but it certainly is a lot easier than it was 10 15 or even 20 years um Mm. 20 years ago And I'm incredibly proud to be um, working at a place at Kandua where it's so important for us to genuinely foster a diverse and inclusive workplace at Kandua. And that filters down to absolutely everyone. And I can see how that is filtering down even to the the pros we call our our artisans on our platform pros. It's even filtering down to the pros on on our platform. And I'm hearing these amazing stories come back, you know, where the men are saying, you know, um these conversations and these interactions have changed my life it's changed the Mm -hmm. it's changed how i show up at home it's changed how i show up you know towards my wife towards my towards my children in my home which means that the trajectory of lives are being changed so i implore women who are thinking about you know um considering this as as a as a career path please 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 go for it absolutely go for it there are support popping up in various different ways and i can see how things are changing you know in front of my in front of my very eyes so mm-hmm. the possibilities are endless. Mm. The possibilities are endless. That's such a
0: great note to leave it on, Rosanne. Uh, and the one thing that I will say, unfortunately, our winner, Jermaine and Ravu, did not uh, raise their hand while we were on. So we're going to have a roll over and we're going to have 1,000 Rand in the money bag tomorrow evening. Remember, if you enter the competition, make sure that you watch the live in order to claim your prize. Well, we're going to leave it there this evening. Roseanne, thank you so much for joining us for the show, it's always such a pleasure to have you
1: It's a pleasure, always great to chat, always always great to chat
0: And that is Roseanne Camfer, who's the head of, of Human Capital Podcast with myself You can look forward to the Home Shoppers show this evening at 8pm, so do make sure that you set that up for then hoping you're staying home and staying safe.